It's Monday. It's December 12th. And the word of the day is Nicodonia, which means the pleasure derived from anticipating success. Used in a sentence, I'm really looking forward to getting rid of this Nicodonia thing, and it's giving me some serious Nicodonia. <laughs> and regardless of what my wife may tell you, I know exactly what that feels like. And thanks to crippling depression, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no illusions. I'm Eli Bosnick. I'm Heath Enright. And broadcasting delayed from America's Far Center, we are the Skeptocrats. On episode 42, Noah ignores my begging and we talk about DAPL. It was bound to happen eventually. Trump will have totally meant to do that on purpose. And we'll find out if Hillary Clinton really curb-stomped that blind baby penguin. <laughs> blind baby penguin gate. <laughs> but first, the roundup. On the newswire tonight. In North Dakota, the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers rejected plans to tunnel the Dakota Access Pipeline under Lake Oahe, a body of water adjacent to a reservation owned by the Standing Rock Sioux Tribe. The new plan will likely involve rerouting the pipeline through somebody else's backyard. All right, then. Failed Green Party candidate Jill Stein withdrew her recount in Pennsylvania and was denied standing in Michigan this week, though she vowed to keep fighting in some other way that justifies her taking millions of dollars of other people's money in this pre-doomed effort. In related news, Andrew Torres hacked to death with an axe by Medea. <laughs> Trump fans ask for safe spaces on campuses, using up the entire world's supply of irony. <laughs> Damn it. In the Koreas, the National Assembly of South Korea began hearings to discuss the upcoming impeachment vote against President Park Gun-hai due to a corruption scandal. Across the border in North Korea, nuclear scientists continued work on their plutonium catapult. <laughs> They should go with the trebuchet. It goes much farther. The bad guys in Syria were forced to withdraw from Aleppo on Wednesday morning to make room for the other bad guys that were shooting at them. The total bad guy land holdings remain unchanged. Astronaut John Glenn dies at 95, taking to his grave the secret that he shot everything he's famous for on a soundstage with Stanley Kubrick. It was a porn with him and Stanley Kubrick. In Breathing. Maybe don't do that for a while, was the advice given to people in 60 different cities in China, which all issued severe smog warnings earlier this month. With California being downwind, Donald Trump is looking into extending plans for his wall all the way up the West Coast oh, as well. I see. And while we're on the subject, I'm sick of those North Africans getting all their sand in my Miami skylines. Mm. Let's put up a screen. Exactly. The GOP prepares to dismantle the ACA on Trump's first day in office. Statistically, much poorer and sicker Republicans already planning not to learn anything from the experience. <laughs> Time magazine revealed their person of the year on Wednesday, and it turned out that they have now expanded the definition of person to include President-elect Donald Trump. Hmm. Boy, have they. This is no doubt the result of one of those bullshit anti-abortion personhood laws we've been fighting so hard against. <laughs> In African politics, Adama Barrow earned an upset victory in the Gambia's presidential election earlier this month over longtime military dictator and guy who calls himself 
Excellency Sheikh Professor Dr. President <laughs> Yaya Jama. Apparently, Mr. Jama was busy curing AIDS with oregano and forgot to cheat. I hate it, it when happens. that happens. Mm. Yeah. An international team of archaeologists claimed that a pair of mummified legs they tested most likely belonged to Queen Nefertari, the favorite wife of Pharaoh Ramses II. The team didn't speculate on what the pharaoh was doing with the mummified lower half of her body, but I don't really feel like they have to. Andy gets it. I get it. <laughs> archaeologists discover a dinosaur tail preserved in amber, which, according to what the bleep do we know, Ken Ham will literally be unable to see. <laughs> In French politics, Marine Le Pen, leader of the far-right Front National Party, continues to be one of the front-runners for next year's presidential election, despite this party's history of extreme bigotry, and despite her political mentor-slash-father being a convicted Holocaust denier. Meanwhile, the other parties are checking the shit out of all their candidates' email servers. <laughs> right! <laughs> The Trump administration finally revealed its token professional wrestling magnate with the nomination of Linda McMahon, widow of WWE point man Vince McMahon, to run the Small Business Administration. A spokesman for the administration explained the move by yelling, why the fuck not, cackling for four minutes and then shooting himself. Oh, doesn't that fuck. sound nice? Nice and quiet. Nobody <laughs> tweeting at you. <laughs> In business, Donald Trump recently met with Japanese technology mogul Masayoshi Son. This allowed the president-elect to take credit for a large investment in the American economy that Mr. Son was planning to make anyway. Yep. Later this month, Trump plans to meet with the yellow sun of the earth about providing the U.S. with hot fusion energy. <laughs> for the foreseeable future. We'll have more on this week's news coming right up in the headlines. Uh, hi, hi, Mr. Trump. Sorry, remind me of your name. I forget. D Tyler, sir. Right. I'm going to call you Tall Tyler. Oh, look at Tall Tyler. I'm, I'm, I'm five foot six. Yep, Mr. Right. Okay. Anyway, it, it, it's about your Twitter. Pretty great, huh? You know, I just saw today some people burning the flags. Terrible. Got to put them in jail. Steve said most of them are Jews. We got to look into that. We got to figure it, out where the Jews are. Right, sir. Now, now that you won the presidency, you can't just revoke the First Amendment. What now? The First Amendment to the Constitution. The, the one that enshrines freedom of speech as a basic fundamental Never right? heard of him. This band? You're describing a band you like? You, you've never heard of the Constitution? Oh, the Constitution. Yeah, it's like a Pathfinder from 1992-93. It's the meta category above flex health and hardiness. No. I, I, I mean, it's that too, but I, I mean, I, I'm talking about the Constitution of the United States. Oh, not good. All the roads broken, bridges, shitty healthcare. I give it a four. Not very constituent. Jesus Christ. What do you actually know about America? Hey. Uh, how many states are there? How many states are there? Happy, sad, angry. Uh, who is the first president? Me. I'm the best. What does USA stand for? It's a trick question. M Mr. Mr. Trump. President uh, Trump. Uh, president Trump. What do you know about the United States? That it needs to be great again? 
Okay. I quit. Tweet a swastika if you want. I don't... Okay, Tall Tyler, you got it. I'm 5'6". I'm 75. How old am I? Jeez, that guy. What's a swastika? Swashbuckler, like the pirate. Kids can't say stuff. (laughs) Joining me for headlines tonight are fellow skeptic rats, No Illusions and Eli Bosnick. Noah, Eli, fuck, marry, kill. Uh, which is your favorite verb and why? <laughs> so, well, I, I, uh, shit. apologies in advance for going with the most morbid one, I guess, but I'll say, uh, I'll say marry. Mm. I'm going to go with kill. Makes the other two so much easier. <laughs> in our lead story tonight, according to a recent report by the Washington Post, the CIA has briefed a number of top U.S. security officials on the extent to which Russian espionage influenced the election of Donald Trump to the presidency. And the extent, by the way, was greater than zero. So before we spend the next couple of months bickering nationally about how much greater than zero it was, let's pause to reflect on the fact that it was definitely greater than zero, and that's plenty enough to justify virtually any imaginable level of outrage. Right, and for those of you trying to find a way to communicate that outrage to a Trump-supporting uncle or a parent, I believe the current conversion is one act of electoral intervention from a foreign power for every two million illegal immigrants who voted in California. (laughs) (laughs) Well, honestly, that sounds pretty generous to this uncle. Um, If we're being fair, we get to be just as outraged as the uncle would have been if Hillary had won, and then we found out Russia was cheating for her. Yeah. And that amount is almost boundless. Pretty much, yeah. We'd have people burning down pierogi shops and... Throwing vodka bottles into Boston Harbor. Hey, I, I only did that once, and since then, Ivan Drago hasn't killed any legendary American boxers, okay? I appreciate it if you just back the fuck he off dies, on that. He dies. Anyway. Now, the evidence behind these allegations are largely still locked behind top-secret paywalls, basically. In Soviet but- Russia, fourth, I am you. <laughs> that's a podcasting joke and it's a, a Yakov Smirnoff joke. Yeah, that's no, I get it. I, I I totally follow you on that, dude. What's I, I, and I'm and I'm almost ashamed of myself. <laughs> Anyway, according to a senior U.S. official quoted in the Washington Post article, quote, it is the assessment of the intelligence community that Russia's goal here was to favor one candidate over the other to help Trump get elected. That's the consensus view. End quote. Now, I want to be clear here. The the evidence doesn't suggest that Russia like hacked voting machines or anything. But rather than that, they engaged in a systematic effort to derail Hillary's candidacy through relentless cyber attacks in order to ensure that we got stuck with Trump for four years. And if you're wondering, well, if they didn't hack the voting machines, what do you mean by cyber attacks? When they announced the inquiry into Russian hacking, WikiLeaks announced on Twitter that the inquiry was into them. Because I have a hunch those are going to be real fucking similar. Yeah, (laughs) maybe. Maybe just a little. Yeah. Well, this puts the American public in a tough spot. I mean, we obviously can't trust the mainstream media because they're nerds. And now we can't trust unvetted websites either. There are no more facts. <laughs> Nothing is true. There's no data. Oh, God, that's really where we are in so many people's minds. Now, of course, Trump's people responded to the speaking of those people's minds. Trump's people responded to the allegations by saying, quote, these are the same people that said Saddam Hussein had weapons of mass destruction, end quote. <laughs> so you can't trust you can't. anything the American government says. Speaking. And 
I thought and he was just going to end it with speaking. These yeah. are the people speaking. <laughs> Humans, those are the same people. Yeah, right. And just in case the statement was still in danger of being taken seriously, they added this little gem, quote, the election ended long ago in one of the biggest electoral victories in history. It's now time to move on and make America great again. Uh, end quote. Was it? No. Okay. No. Not even. Fa- it was the 44th biggest electoral victory out of 56 <laughs> elections. That's the sense in which it was one. It was one of the 56 biggest. Yes. The top 80 percentile. Good job, guys. <laughs> I guess. Well, I think Jill Stein has a real shot now, at least. <laughs> As I understand it, that's what Andrew told me. Hey, don't take legal advice from a lawyer. He says that all the time. So, yes, PA it is the assessment of the U.S. intelligence community that an antagonistic foreign power directly influenced our presidential election because they favored a particular candidate. And something tells me Putin isn't really excited about seeing America made great again. <laughs> Just saying. But the truly terrifying thing about this isn't the Russian intervention. It's, it's what Heath was alluding to. It, it's, it's the fact that that is not a disqualifier at all because we're that fucking partisan. Because from Aunt Kathy to the House Majority Leader, the Republican line on this is simply, we reject these facts as they conflict with an important narrative that we're winning. <laughs> Thus, further cementing the likelihood that the epitaph on America's tombstone will read, at least the other team lost too. Yes, because we weren't <laughs> nice enough. Gotta be nicer. Gotta be even nicer pray please stop holocausting with sugars and lilies and loving good feeling what a great point i do smell different please 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 please. oh this next headline's even worse (laughs) and in diddle caesar's news tonight this is the next headline diddle caesar's news hillary clinton is not i repeat not running a child prostitution ring using secret underground tunnels beneath a pizza place in Washington, D.C. Phew. Yeah. Well, at least she's not doing that at Comet Ping Pong. Well, right, right. Let's stick with the evidence. We still need to check out millions of other buildings around the world where she might be doing that, but we can... Probably stop worrying about this one in particular. So well, that's nice. And, and I, I want to say, in the interest of being bipartisan here, I think it's worth noting that Donald Trump also isn't running a child prostitution ring with secret underground tunnels at that Fair. particular pizza place. <laughs> Unlike Hillary, that's the nicest thing I can think of to say about Donald Trump. Right. So, And I'll important. point out that this has made several phone orders I've placed to Comet Pizza downright awkward. <laughs> ordered a Hawaiian. They sent me shit with pineapple on it. It was gross. <laughs> what I'm saying is I'm going back to using Auntie Wilson. <laughs> they show up dead, but they show up on time. Oh, God, dude. <laughs> That, no, that's on his business card. I didn't make that. <laughs> I chose kill. I, I couldn't believe that that joke had six levels to go down. Well done, sir. Wow. Yeah. All right. So the person responsible for policing Comet Ping Pong is uh, the fucking chief of police in Washington, D.C. Tends to be. Yeah. yeah. But the headline is about the goddamn lunatic who doesn't get how that works. And that would be Edgar Welch of North Carolina. He's the unemployed actor slash unemployed writer (laughs) slash vigilante info soldier who showed up at the restaurant last week with a 38 caliber revolver and an AR-15 assault rifle to investigate uh, a meme on Facebook he saw. (laughs) Yep. 
And he brought those weapons in case he had to rescue any child sex slaves by force. Clearly unaware that secret pedophile cartels, uh, they're going to have well-armed security people guarding the underground sex dungeon tunnels, <laughs> fucking obviously. So, you know, think it through is what I'm saying. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't think that's his MO. By the way, Andy says they mostly contract that stuff out. Actually, (laughs) unless they disobey him, then he plays that knife hand game without breaking eye contact. (laughs) (laughs) I can see Andy doing that. He looks like the type. Calmly explaining how to appreciate a scotch while he does it. (laughs) That joke was for three people. (laughs) But the three of us really liked it. (laughs) Okay, so... uh... Quick background on the conspiracy story itself that got this whole thing started. Um, I'll give you the dots, and everyone can decide exactly how they want to connect them. Oh, please. All right, ready? So uh, dot number one, Hillary Clinton and her campaign manager, John Podesta, have both been to Comet Ping Pong. Suspicious. In got this it. Building. Um, dot number two, Comet Ping Pong and a few other nearby buildings have signs out front with... Different shapes on them. Okay. I'm not with things that are not not shapes. Gotcha. All right. Uh Dot number three. Pedophiles only go into stores and ask for a child sex worker if there's a sign with some sort of geometry on it. No, that's true. Sounds sounds inconvenient. Right. (laughs) Finally, (laughs) dot number four. There's no evidence of zero secret underground tunnels between these buildings, which, again, are nearby, which, you know, could be the distance of a tunnel of which there's no evidence of zero of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and also dot number five, profit. So, no, I get that because when you click on it, they get the Google AdSense money. So I get that. I get dot five. Right, yeah, yeah. No, four. do you want us to get on the front page of Google or not? That Indian guy <laughs> seems super legit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. Uh, I guess what I'm saying is the moral of the story, uh, our country is full of liars and idiots, mm-hmm. apparently. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, we could put that on the country's tombstone, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, for example, you got the handful of liars who first published the fake news as clickbait. Also, the liars who programmed Twitter bots in, like, Cyprus and Czech Republic and Vietnam to retweet links with the hashtag Pizzagate just to help this story go viral. And, of course, you got the millions of idiots who get all their news from tweets, Reddit memes, and goddamn Alex Jones Infowars. Right, like the president. Yeah, exactly. Uh, But uh, in the end, thanks to Edgar Welch, we got some good news about all those kids who weren't getting pimped by Hillary Clinton. And and, and I know you're trying to close here on a high note and everything, but I'm going to switch it back here because this is the most fucked up thing about this whole story to me. The assholes who started this shit, the the online brood of anonymous conspiracy fuckwits that don't see what's wrong with deducing a child's sex ring based on yellow stars and purple horseshoes and shit. There's no clovers. Are now saying that this story about Welsh going into the fucking place is fake. That's a false flag operation so as to throw him off the scent of the sex dungeon that's still there. I feel like I should debate them on atheistically speaking. That's what happens now, right? <laughs> I go on atheistically speaking with them and I pretend that they're people. Yeah, you have to be nice. You have to be nice. Be extra nice. <laughs> and in Everything Is Wrestling News tonight, on July 23rd of this year, I released a video to my YouTube and Facebook pages titled 
Everything is wrestling, summarizing my fears that American sensationalism would lead to the election of Donald Trump. And this week, Donald Trump appointed Linda McMahon, former CEO of the WWE, as head of small business administration. Yep. In other news, look out for my new video this week, my four threesomes at ReasonCon. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like you could just do one twelvesome, though. It would be... Or just masturbate 12 times. I mean, it's <laughs> simply already in the can. You're just, you're oh, ready to go. Oh, and dude, please stop keeping it all in that can. It's gross. That's just gross. <laughs> I'm going to need you to keep your judgment to I yourself. I think it's tidy. <laughs> I think it's tidy. I don't need your kink shaming. Can shaming. <laughs> McMahon, whose small business experience includes taking over and running a giant entertainment company, Two failed senatorial races costing $100 million total and donating $6 million to Trump's presidential campaign. <laughs> Who would like to guess what qualified her for the job? <laughs> oh, oh, uh, me. Uh, she beat up Sarah Palin with a folding chair. <laughs> oh, if that turns out to so be much. true, I will make a public apology that'll put Bud Dwyer to shame. <laughs> <laughs> On the bright side, hey, we know who the head of the Small Business Administration is. I mean, think about right? it. Trump yeah. has been like the schoolhouse rock of politics. I know who the head of Housing and Urban Development is, head of Small Business Administration, and I care. Do you know who those people are for Obama? I don't. Do you? <laughs> no. Nobody does. Silver lining. <laughs> All right. Next up in headlines from the Mandarin Orange File. As part of his stated goal of negotiating better trade deals with China, <laughs> Donald Trump recently had a phone call with Republic of China President Tsai Ing-wen. And uh, unfortunately for, uh, well, it's not really clear who wins and loses with Enormous vague platitudes, but <laughs> unfortunately for whoever wants Trump to do whatever the fuck he's planning to do, unfortunately for those people, the Republic of China is actually the name for Taiwan, yeah, which is claimed as sovereign property by the People's Republic of China, also known as China or <laughs> China. <laughs> and any country that doesn't recognize the People's Republic as the official owner of Taiwan doesn't get to have diplomatic relations with China. So that was probably a stupid phone call. Yeah, I think so. Mm. Hey, only if you're afraid of the Chinese, am I right? <laughs> what do we have to fear from those guys? That was brilliant. It's not guys. war. <laughs> they have all our money. All our money <laughs> is pretend and they have all of it. Also, they have also, all of it. They make all our stuff and we need and use stuff. Mm. There's also that. There's yeah. Good amount of stuff in our economy. All right. Yeah. So, uh, Trump's an ignorant fuck about plenty of stuff, but he clearly knows this one. Yeah, right, like, right. I was definitely being sarcastic about him confusing China and Taiwan. Here's the thing, though. That explanation, Trump confusing the two, would be far less stupid than the real explanation. Because if he does know the difference between China and Taiwan, then he just very intentionally went against our longstanding diplomatic stance on this topic, which is called the one China policy. And by violating the policy, he definitely made China less likely to go along with, like, anything we ask for in any future negotiation for anything. Like, for example, please stop devaluing your currency and fucking with trade, or please stop being even worse than us about destroying the Earth with carbon, both of which are kind of a big deal. 
Yeah, the problem, of course, is that Trump is worried about a climate change agreement with China about as much as he's worried about a presence agreement with Santa. <laughs> Sorry, he actually believes in Santa, no, I'm yeah. sure, and if he doesn't get what he wants for Christmas, I'm sure he's going to send him mean tweets, so I take that back. I'll think of a better metaphor. It's coming. But, I mean, but, but look... Regardless of the intentionality of this act or whether he knew how bad this was or whatever, when your PR people have to come out after you do something and insist that it was on purpose a lot, you definitely fucked up, right? Whether or not they're lying, you definitely fucked up. Yeah, so just to put this in perspective, this would be like if the the president of China called Canada... And acted like they're allowed to do stuff without American approval. <laughs> Obviously, that would be unacceptable, and we'd be pretty pissed about it. So, bottom line, unless we're hoping to start a currency war, or a bombs and killing war, <laughs> or we're hoping to flood the entire globe faster, or some apocalyptic combination of those things, yeah. it's actually important that we maintain some sort of diplomatic cooperation with the world's largest population and largest other economy besides ours, which is a... Big, broad, I would assume obvious statement, but it's apparently way too nuanced for our next president. It's fucking terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, no shit. And in pipe down news tonight, after a long and increasingly tense standoff in North Dakota, the no, Obama... I... What? I'm in the middle of... I don't want to do this story. What? <laughs> I do not want to do this story. Please don't do this story. What? Why not? I have spent... The last month of my life holding very still like there's a goddamn T-Rex in the room on Facebook <laughs> while fellow atheists use the hashtag protect the sacred atheists, <laughs> famous ones using the hashtag protect the sacred. I don't want to do it. I don't want to spend three days refuting articles from naturalgreenmommy.com or wub wub, oh my gosh, how bad it is, dot com. I don't want to argue with people about the definition of, on, of sacred on Twitter. I don't care. I don't. It's over. It's over. Let's just pretend to be happy like everyone else, huh? Can we, right? Like Native Americans have it tough and like, companies are bad because companies are bad, right? Please, please, can we not be skeptical for once or, or reasonable? Can we please just stick to our lane and stay on side and close one eye. Please, 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 <laughs> just it's, it's, this it's, once. It's, it's, we made it to the deal. very we, end. No, no, we can we can do this one. We we kind of have to talk about this story. <laughs> no illusions. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, as I was saying. After a long and increasingly tense standoff in North Dakota, the Obama administration has blocked the final permit required to complete the controversial Dakota Access Pipeline. This move comes as a welcome relief to those concerned about Native American deities having an acceptable place to hang out, people concerned about those concerned about Native American deities having an acceptable place to hang out, and people who are pretty sure this was about some other bigger thing, but it wasn't. Okay, well, this is the last one. We are now... More than even with the Native Americans. That's it. <laughs> this is all you get now. Sports mascots are locked in. <laughs> now, I, I know a lot of people get really up in arms about this for environmental reasons, and I appreciate their passion and all, but like, this is not an environmental issue, right? If you're just anti-pipeline, you're all but literally fighting windmills. I mean, if you're anti-fossil fuels, you kind of have to be in favor of the way to transport them that uses the least fossil fuels. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, it's not, it's, it's not like this oil is now not going to get to a refinery. It's just going to get there through a truck or a train. And if you thought this was about water safety, I should point out that the bridges those trucks and trains go over are upstream from the reservation's water supply, while the pipeline crossing was downstream from it. 
Yeah, and what happens when there's a protest about the trucks going across the bridge? Do we build a rocket that carries the oil across the country? Like, what's next? I mean, I'm all about reducing oil consumption, but rerouting a pipeline does none of that. No. It's slightly the opposite, if, actually. If anything, or if you just stop the construction of it, a lot of the opposite. Yeah. And look, I mean, look, kudos to David for beating Goliath, right? But the end result is that the pipeline will now travel through a less environmentally sound route. I mean, trust me, they checked all the other possible routes. And as sorry as I am about the smallpox blankets and all, I just don't know that I can get all that exercise about a pipeline desecrating a sacred site. Especially after I look at how many sacred sites they already had to reroute this motherfucker around. It was nearly 150. Oh, and uh, also... uh there's another pipeline right next to it. They lit construction machines on fire over the water. They said they were protecting. There's a ton of evidence. They're just doing this for the money. There's even more that they didn't respond properly to the treaty. They point to as bullshit. They know it. Police brutality happens wherever you stand anywhere and for long enough. And in the United States, if you actually cared about it, you'd be camping out in downtown Chicago, not social justice burning men. And nothing is sacred. You know it. It's our whole fucking thing. We did the thing about the crackers and we all laugh. They think it's the body of Jesus. A billion people think it's the body of Jesus. You okay, buddy? No. You got another story to do? You think you got you think you got another yep. story in you? And it's along these lines. <laughs> And finally tonight, in Stormtroopers Against Star Wars news, (laughs) in a startling revelation that trying to politely argue people out of terrible beliefs often just empowers and platforms those people, the Nazis are back. (laughs) Lovely. Again, just throwing that out there. And if you need proof that the former is the cause of the latter, the fact that the Nazis are back will not be sufficient evidence for some of the people hearing this to agree that respectful disagreement doesn't always <laughs> fucking work. Well, yeah, like 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 a 500-year Reich would not have been a good compromise. <laughs> Hold on though. Do we know for sure that Holocaust victims tried to, you know, open a, a reasonable dialogue at first. Yeah. I can imagine them being very dismissive right away. That's true. Yeah. I'm, I don't even know if they tried blaming themselves as far as I know. <laughs> right. Where, where was the Dave Rubenstein of the time? <laughs> anyway, now that I permanently abide in the movie They Live, what people are talking about this week is that the Nazis, again, the Nazis, are not planning to see a movie because... By having protagonists that aren't white, it's full of anti-white hatred. <laughs> oh. Users on the white supremacist site Infostormer and Reddit, two websites that are now nearly identical because we don't just find those people and kick the shit out of them anymore, <laughs> have taken issue with the fact that all the good guys in the movie, according to the press photos, seem to be people of color and women, while all the bad guys are white dudes, calling it, quote, Jew masturbation fantasy of anti-white hatred, end quote. (laughs) And as someone who's a bit of an expert on Jewish masturbation fantasies, let me just say, (laughs) I'd like you to weigh in. Yeah, for it to be anywhere close to true, there's going to have to be a lot more force choking. Uh, But Donnie Yen is a good start. (laughs) All right, well, what else can we get them to boycott? Um, 
Seriously, I'm asking. Yeah, where, where, where else, else can I go where there won't the be internet. The oh, internet. If anyone, yeah. <laughs> if anyone figures out how to get these assholes to boycott the internet, I will suck the time out of your dick. My, my mouth will come away and you will have a 13-year younger dick. I just want Obama's face on everything, like NASCAR hoods, whatever. We can get him to boycott anything. Oh. And that's going to do it for episode 42. Big thanks to No Illusions and Eli Bosnick. And, of course, thanks to all our listeners who liked us on Facebook, followed us on Twitter, and sent us feedback on the other various internets. Please keep doing that. Please keep listening. And please keep telling your friends. And if you find the naive stupidity of our giving away a free show business model to be oddly charming, please feel free to send us gifts of money at our donation page at patreon.com slash skeptocrat. Just like Christopher, Jody, Tim, Gotta gargle them all. Alice, Patrick, Jeff, Johanna, Edgar, Roxanne, Ricky, Peter, Will, Brooke, Kevin, Purple Bacon Taco, Jason, Munty the Funk Monkey, Nick, Robert, Robin, Mark, Marcus, Bob, Lincoln, Logan, Jen, Pumpkin Spice Liberal, Donovan, Richard, Lilith, Seth, Robbie, Other Mark, David, and Terry whose perfect genitals can beat Ditka in golf by two strokes. And whether or not you're feeling financially benevolent like those fine people, if you enjoyed our brand of whimsy and you'd like to hear more dick jokes free of charge, please check out our brother and sister shows, The Skating Atheist and God Awful Movies, available on iTunes, Stitcher, or the Deep Web. We just have one last thing. Let's compliment that penist. Special thanks to Ryan Slotnick of Evil Drafts on Mars. He's the creator of the virtuosic musical stylings you heard today, which were used with his permission. You should definitely check him out using the links we'll provide, or by Googling the only band called Evil Drafts on Mars. Until next time, catchphrase sign-off. Joining me for <clears throat> I said adjoining me. Let's try that one more time. It would be weird. I mean, it'd be cool if we <laughs> we could like Just Voltron up. Conjoining for me for headlines. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Ben Carson could fix it at the end. We'd be all awesome. all right. We'd one be more time. so mean and so tall, <laughs> and have so much hair. Heath, this gets better by the moment. <laughs> Think about it. All right, all right. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. <laughs> Give me a minute. Just give me a second. The preceding podcast was a production of Puzzle in a Thunderstorm, LLC, copyright 2016, all rights reserved.